All right, how's it going tonight, everybody? We are Run the Real, featuring Mike, Terry, Fox, and Dan. And here on this podcast, we have three rules. Never give us water. Never feed us after midnight. And never bring up the last Jedi. That's the most important rule out of the three. The most vital of them all. Lest you divide us forever. <laughs> so please follow these rules, unlike the people in Gremlins, who they proceed to break every rule as quickly as possible. I was watching this time, and it's probably been, you know, at least 10 years since I've seen this movie. And I was like, man, they break every rule so quick, multiple times. Like, they have... No regard for the rules. Say, not only do they break the rules, they stomp on them and go, look at this rule I'm breaking. <laughs> <laughs> this is true. It's comical how much abuse poor Gizmo takes from oh. his owners and the other gremlins just because they keep breaking the rules, shining lights in his face. Taking his picture. <laughs> poor Gizmo. Getting him wet and he shoots hairballs off of his body. He screams in pain as the water gushes over him. He looks so sad. Writhing on the ground. Oh my god. That would legitimately like terrified me when that happened. I was like, no! <laughs> Poor Gizmo. Poor guy. But it's funny at the same time, because it's so ridiculous. Alright, if you haven't guessed it, we watched Gremlins from 1984. It is directed by Joe Dante. On IMDb, it has a 7.3 out of 10, with a 70 Metascore. On Rotten Tomatoes, it has 84% tomato meter and a 78% audience score. And this movie was written by Chris Columbus. Not the guy who sailed across the sea. So Gremlins is about this dad who buys this pet. It's called a mogwai. And this thing has three rules. Don't get it in bright lights. Don't get it wet. And don't feed it after midnight. That's the important rule. And they break every single rule in this movie. <laughs> and the gremlins come about because of this. Who knew they could reproduce so quickly? They're like rabbits. Has everybody seen this movie at least once before? Or is this anybody's first? This is my first time. I was like 10 years old when I saw it. <laughs> nice. So TV's first time and then the rest of us, it's been a while. I've always heard about it though. You know, everybody puts it on their list of Christmas movies. Like if you want to watch an untraditional Christmas movie, you can watch Gremlins, Die Hard, and others that I can't think of. Krampus, I guess. <laughs> yeah, Gremlins is a great Christmas movie. It brings back some realism and cynicism to the holiday in real life, which goes missing a lot of times. Oh. <laughs> so it's good to watch it get things back in perspective. I just love Phoebe Cates' story of why she hates Christmas. Oh my God. Because it just comes out of nowhere and it's so dark and messed up. You're like, holy crap. And then it goes back to the gremlins doing goofy stuff. <laughs> yeah, was that really necessary? Like, that was just ridiculous. <laughs> I don't know. It adds to the, I don't know, charm of this movie, I think. Everything's so over the top and ridiculous. It's 
just great. Like I'd heard that story, you know, online. I'd read it before, but then I like was like, oh, it's from this. Like my jaw dropped <laughs> as she started going in. Catches you off guard. Yeah. yeah, it does. So unnecessarily dark. Oh my gosh. I suppose she had to have some reason to hate Christmas. <laughs> Why not just go all the way with it? So I'm curious, TV, this first time you've seen it, what did you think of this movie? You've heard it talked up. Uh, I thought it was pretty good. I didn't, like, love it, but I thought the gremlins were pretty charming. Um, Gizmo is adorable. I love Gizmo. But I would say my biggest problem with this movie is the music. I find it incredibly obnoxious and annoying. That theme song just drove me crazy when I was watching this movie. I don't know why. Maybe it's just me, but uh, oh my gosh. I did not like that. Interesting. It's like a weird mix of a holiday tune and like goofy gremlin shenanigans. (laughs) I gotta say, out of everything in this movie, the music is what stuck out to me the least. Like, I'm trying to play it back in my head, and it's really not even coming to me. Same for me. Well, maybe it's just me, then. I had forgotten how goofy the gremlins get in this movie. Like, that whole scene where they they just take over that bar. <laughs> and there's one, like, sitting up front who's yeah. got, like, three cigarettes in his mouth. <laughs> the, the lady's pouring beers for him, and they're just slamming them back. One of them's got, like, a gun and shoots another one while they're playing poker. He's, like, going to come rob the place. (laughs) You talking about the mugging one? I think so. I don't know. There's just so many of them who are these goofy characters in this that I had forgotten about. There's, like, the lone detective or something. He's sitting at the bar, and then some (laughs) gremlin with puppets shows up. It's so, like... Over the top. And, you know, that scene, we get, like, brief glimpses of what these gremlins are doing. And then we stop at the bar and we spend, like, five minutes just <laughs> looking at all of these different gremlins doing all these crazy things. It's like, <laughs> it was fun and entertaining. But, like, it's just really, I know, I was, like, sitting here like, wow, we're really fixated on this uh, in particular scene. Huh? I've already hit on my favorite thing about the movie. Which is these gremlins and their personalities. Mm-hmm, definitely. Like, that bar scene is probably one of my favorite scenes in the whole movie, just because it's so funny. Watching all these gremlins be like caricatures of everybody you'd see frequenting a bar. It's just so much seeing them interact with each other. <laughs> and Phoebe Cates is just hilarious. Like, why is she in there still <laughs> serving him drinks instead of trying to run away? <laughs> She's got a business to run. That is a good point. Like, where did these gremlins learn these stereotypes? That's what I want to know. Joe Dante told them. <laughs> I guess those, those six gremlins or five gremlins at the beginning, the first ones to be, like, populated... They were watching a lot of TV, so I guess maybe that's where they got it. That's true. I feel like Stripe, like, yeah, tries to tell them all, like, about people, and they're like, hmm, I want to be this person, becomes brooding detective. What what gets me is all these gremlins went out of their way to get all the necessary gear to make their character. (laughs) 
they had to go to like clothes stores, costume stores, drug stores, you know, that, to get all this stuff that they show up to the bar with. Like, was this their ultimate goal to get to the bar? <laughs> it seems like they it. literally everything they do, they just want to have a good time. You know, it's all for their own amusement. Murder some people, get drunk, <laughs> and then add on top of it that they're trying to save the bar as like a historic landmark, and that they just get in there and trash it. <laughs> <laughs> Gremlins don't care about historical significance. Yeah, they just want to party. Yeah, they are funny, and I can see where like the inspiration for Critters, which we reviewed a couple of reviews ago, came from because they reminded me a lot of the Gremlins. They definitely were a ripoff of Gremlins. <laughs> That's what I was thinking while I was watching this, kind of a parallel back to uh, Critters Attack, is because in that movie we were talking about how we wanted more of the Critters, and this movie you know gives you a ton of gremlin action and it's awesome like that's my favorite part of this movie is the gremlin action i don't so much like the the soppy love story stuff on the side but the gremlins is where the best part of this movie is for me like half of the film is just the gremlins doing stuff which is great or people fighting the gremlins and it's so funny and the puppetry's so well done, too, for them. They look pretty good. I was impressed, especially when there's like 20 of them on screen. <laughs> I didn't mind the human characters in this one at all, really. And it's because they do what I suggested in Curtis Attack, is they're all like super over the top, with the exception of the main two. The rest of them are like, extremely over the top you've got the dad who's the crazy inventor always trying to hawk his crap to everybody then you've got um oh who's the old woman what was her name oh the mean one yeah mrs deagle or something yeah Deagle, she's so mean and so over the top on how she's gonna kill that dog and they're just super entertaining and then even if like um, the main two aren't over the top. They do over the top things like Phoebe Cates tells that ridiculous story or whatnot. I didn't mind them at all watching this. They kind of they made me laugh a lot too. The gremlins are the star, of course, but the humans have some pretty funny stuff. Like when the care, like the the caring perfect housewife mom or whatever, just goes psycho on the gremlins and like blows them up in the microwave and stabbing them with the knife. <laughs> yeah, what the heck? That was insane. She's gotta protect the house. She blends one in the blender. <laughs> Jeez, it got so brutal. This movie does get pretty like gooey and gory not like with human stuff but like the gritters like they're green blood and they're like exploding and getting like blended yeah it's kind of crazy like <laughs> oh my gosh i was a few times i was like oh like they're like uh cocoons that they're in are all slimy and nasty they look like the alien eggs if i'm not mistaken this and temple of doom were like the two movies that got pg-13 to be a rating because I think when they were advertising this one, and quote me if I'm wrong, or don't quote me, I guess, whatever, uh, they were just showing all the cutesy gizmo stuff. And then a bunch of parents brought their kids in there to uh, 
halfway horror comedy <laughs> show with all kinds of gooeyness. It's my understanding that this kind of came out at the forefront of comedy horror alongside Ghostbusters. Not that it's like an experimental film, but it sounds like they were still kind of figuring out exactly, you know, how far the genre can go, who the audience is. I feel like they were like, let's get kids and adults in and see who likes it the most. Why not? There you go. Yeah, we'll, ju we'll just see. <laughs> Cast a wide net. <laughs> if they like it, they will. If they don't, our bad. If some kids get traumatized for life, well, you know, we can. <laughs> we got movies for that. Yep. <laughs> yeah, I gotta say, Gizmo is very adorable, though. That little guy is so cute. Oh, my gosh. Hey, me. He's like singing and stuff. <laughs> oh. I love Gizmo. He looks like a Furby. Yeah. yeah. Are Furbies just gremlins? Like, is that the deal? I would assume so. I just looked up and it says they released Furbies in 1998. So they probably ripped off Gizmo. <laughs> Luckily, my Furby that I had as a kid was uh, not quite so tedious to take care of. <laughs> it's very particular rules. Didn't you like wind them up and they would kind of like sing a little tune or squawk or something? Yeah, they would just sing. And sometimes you'd think you'd turn them off and then like they would just start singing in the like closet you stored them in years ago. <laughs> <laughs> they got a little creepy sometimes. And like you could tell them to dance and stuff. Yeah, those were fun. <laughs> was that a... A personal story? Uh, or? <laughs> there we go. Terry's Nostalgia Corner. Welcome to Terry's Nostalgia Corner, where he talks about his fun memories with his Furby. <laughs> Your very own Mogwai. Ah, yes. Post them on Twitter when you uh, post this review. Yeah. <laughs> I think he might be in the great uh, Furby world in the sky <laughs> at this point. No. Yeah, I, I doubt that he's survived the journey from, like, house to house. And... <laughs> oh. Yeah. But, yeah, I wish uh, Gizmo was in the movie more. Like, he's in it a decent amount. But there towards the end, he kind of just sits in the main character's backpack for a lot of it until he gets out and gets on the bicycle, you know, and starts riding around and ultimately saves the show. But I, I wish Gizmo was a little bit more involved. I'd agree with that. I think, yeah, you know, I would like to see Gizmo go head-to-head -head with some of the evil gremlins. Because he does at the end, but I, yeah, I do wish he was a little more active about it. I mean, it kind of seems like he just gets beat up anytime he interacts with the evil gremlins. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's true. Like, how many times do you want to see him get the snot beat out of him by his brethren? Man, I hated watching when they got him wet. He's just on his back, like, yelling. Oh! And these... These lumps start just coming out of his butt, and they're flying across the room. His skin's, like, bubbling. It was so brutal. Ugh. And, like, the kid from the Goonies is just like, oh, cool, and then sits down and, like, starts writing <laughs> a comic, you know? That was unexpected. I did not expect, like, five more of these gremlins to pop out of his back. <laughs> so is it always five when one gets wet, or is it, like, every droplet of water? How do we determine how many of those things pop off of him? I don't know. When he jumped in the pool, there was quite a few of them. Yeah, he made like enough to take over the town because they had that really like weird scene where they're like just coming across the street like an army, you know, <laughs> coming to just mess up this town, go steal their props and go to the bar. Yeah, and like I guess the snow not count as water technically because there's a lot of questions that you could bring up, especially in the winter. Like if it's snowing, if a snowdrop hits its head and then melts, does it make multiply? 
Hmm. I don't know. Does not cover this at all, but sounds like you guys need to watch Gremlins too. <laughs> Apparently, they just greenlit Gremlins, the animated series, Secrets of the Mogwai. No, no. <laughs> it's gonna be on HBO no. Max. Really? Oh, really? Yeah. Okay, maybe, maybe. <laughs> hey, if Critters can get a TV show, Gremlins definitely needs one. I have a question. Has anybody seen Gremlins 2? It is directed by Joe Dante as well and written by Chris Columbus. I have not. I, I've i seen the Jordan Peele skit about it, though, which is pretty funny. <laughs> I haven't seen all of it. I've seen bits and pieces of it, but it makes fun of this one and, like, the, all the rules and stuff. Because it looks like they got the original cast to come back, too. Or some of them, at least. I think the consensus is that it, it's pretty good sequel, too. It just it makes fun of the first movie a ton. Okay, so it's kind of in the same vein as this one, but maybe a little bit more goofy. Yeah. How many are there? There's like four? There's two. Oh, there's only two? Yeah, there's just two. Oh. Which does surprise me that gremlins is pretty popular like you say it and a lot of people you know know what this movie is at least they know uh gizmo or the gremlins of some sort so why does gremlins only have two movies whereas something like puppet master has you know nine or (laughs) leprechaun has however many movies what is it 10 now i guess because it's good, maybe? I don't know. What? <laughs> Those movies cost a lot less to make. I guess that's true. These animatronics were very expensive. I'm sure the Leprechaun's costume was kind of expensive. <laughs> and maybe less so as time goes on. But Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. That is weird because it is like a hugely successful. I wonder if it was kind of a cult classic thing. Was it a big hit when it came out or... Maybe, like, did it take some time to grow on people? It did pretty good at the box office. Really? Okay. That goes back to the whole family movie thing. Was <laughs> Oh. <laughs> they're bringing their families in to watch this movie. Are you saying maybe that there was some uh, deceitful marketing involved with that box office? There may have been. So what what I'm going off of with this is my, my dad told me that they just showed, you know, cute videos of... Uh, gizmo ride around on his bicycle and stuff they just show gizmo and then all these nasty gremlins show up and all the parents were like what did i bring my kid to watch here i thought we were watching something like you know (laughs) et yeah it's from spielberg he makes a a nice alien man not to derail us but am i just crazy or did one of those gremlins have a finger gun out i mean i wouldn't be surprised at the bar does he point his finger like a gun at the bartender and like shoot it with a bang because like we we were like watching that and that happened and i was didn't think anything about it until the mugging one and i was like wait a minute (laughs) they have actual guns that one has a real gun (laughs) and the other one (laughs) i find that hilarious that gremlins are carrying guns yeah (laughs) i think that's just the weirdest thing that i did not expect in this movie and it happens like three times i see a gremlin with a gun (laughs) yeah And not cross my mind that one of those things would just pick up a pistol and try to shoot you. <laughs> or chuck saw blades at you. <laughs> yeah, or pull out the chainsaw and like try to Oh yeah. The chainsaw was the best. I was for completely forgot about that. And then I heard the and I was like, oh yeah. And he comes out. Oh man, just chewing through the bat. 
I gotta say the ending as well was kind of cracked me up where the guy that sold him the gremlin shows back up and then at the end he's like the the mogwai has something he wants to say to you all you have to do is listen and he goes like bye bye Billy or whatever yeah but he's been doing that this whole movie <laughs> he's been like oh music ooh look out you know like he's been doing, he's been talking this whole movie they don't even like try to like give it like a subtle you know like he's slowly learning the language like he's been talking yeah <laughs> I don't know why. and all the other gremlins like the evil gremlin goes Hey Billy at the end and he looks he's like <laughs> he's learning to talk like a human but he always knew they always knew those things cracked me up they're like yeah yeah you know <laughs> <laughs> oh my god that's a pretty good impression mike <laughs> yeah do you like have one sitting on your lap or something or i think he ran under the bed <laughs> <laughs> but yeah like he gives them this full plate of chicken that's just in his fridge <laughs> and they're just like yum 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 yeah <laughs> I love that. When they're asking for food, that was so fun. Just going nuts in that box. <laughs> that that scene was very you know, unnerving because it shows like a very close-up of their mouths as they're devouring chicken. And they're like drooling and doing all this nasty stuff. It even even creeps out Gizmo because he tries to give Gizmo a piece of chicken and Gizmo's like, no, man, I don't want nothing with that. I see what they're doing with that. <laughs> yeah, Gizmo knows the rules. He's going to obey them. He's like, nah, it's after midnight. I ain't eating that. Why are all the other ones so mean, but Gizmo's so nice? Did he have like wild young years, like sowing his oats, causing havoc in China before the voyage across the Pacific changed him forever? I guess his old owner just trained him and like made him good and then... The others, when they're born, are just naturally evil, I guess. Well, the ringleader, the Mohawk guy, he was telling them to do all the bad stuff. Yeah. I could have used the scene where Gizmo tries to calm them down. I feel like Gizmo's just like, eh, whatever. They're my kids, technically, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> Let them do their thing. He's always in the background doing, like, the a dad sigh. He's like, <sighs> Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I think there's a scene where... The gremlins are doing something, and it cuts to Gizmo, and he just kind of shakes his head like, oh, man, oh, bother, they're up to it again. It's like he's not even worried because they haven't <laughs> turned into gremlins yet. <laughs> but we, we don't get much of, like, a Gizmo character. He's just kind of like the cute creature there. Who gets abused by everybody. <laughs> oh. He gets, like, the light shined in his eyes, like, constantly. He gets knives thrown at him off the dartboard. <laughs> <laughs> Something that kind of stood out to me is obviously nobody's seen anything like this before. And I mean, if one of you guys brought this thing over to my house, I'd probably be, this is a new creature. We need to be calling somebody. But everybody's just kind of like, oh, just keep it as a pet. We know nothing about it. Just keep it. Yeah, we know three rules that are very specific and kind of tricky to <laughs> like live with. Yeah. You know, like no light. I'm about to keep the lights off on my house this entire time I own this thing. Don't get them like, wet. Yeah. Yeah, just like the mouth from the Goonies. He comes over, he's like, cool, can I have one? And then all of a sudden, he's very uninterested. In it. <laughs> as soon as it starts screaming in pain, he's like, nah, never mind. What do you guys think of how they dispatch of all the gremlins? I really like that movie theater scene. That was hilarious. 
when they're all in there just loving Snow White, that is like the most random thing. <laughs> when they're singing it. <laughs> that makes me so happy. I'm glad you brought it up, TV. There's such childlike wonder in these gremlins still, you know? <laughs> they just love Snow White. <laughs> See, I feel like they could grow into someone like Gizmo, you know? They're clearly very interested in like, you know, doing some mining or something. It's just, yeah, like... The movie seems so random, like we picked. Like it wasn't some like crazy, like chaotic destruction movie. It was just Snow White. They love it. <laughs> so th- there's a couple interesting things I took away from that. Um, it- it's funny because they're watching a cartoon, right? And the gremlins act like they are out of a cartoon, and they even use a bunch of cartoon sound effects for the gremlins when they, like, run in the stuff or getting bonked on the head and things like that. So that's kind of interesting. And then I always got a crack out of it, too, because I'm sitting there and I'm like, oh, look, it's the general movie going on here. <laughs> when they're sitting in there just jabbering up a storm and making a mess and everything. Throwing popcorn everywhere. Shots fired at the general movie going audience. That always cracked me up because they're like, they're always satirizing people with the gremlins. But it's so funny, too. Yeah, that's a good point. I wonder if Joe Dante was making a. Like it's like jab at some of the theater goers. I think so. Man, Dan over here analyzing <laughs> gremlins for those deep meta themes. <laughs> I guess that's what we have this show for. Dan's Deep Insights. I gotta do my best. Can we rename the show Dan's Deep Insights? <laughs> <laughs> it's a spinoff. <laughs> Put it in the description. <laughs> yeah, I mean... I don't have a lot of complaints with this movie. I did enjoy it, but I think, yeah, just the music was my least favorite thing about it. It is obnoxious, like the gremlins. It is very, like, circus clown music is what it sounds like, which makes sense. I get why they did The gremlins are very much just a bunch of clowns running around, but uh, it was really grating on me after a while. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I guess we're ready to hit overall presentation then. Sure. So we got a scale around here that we use to rate these movies. It goes from burn it, pass, watch it, or buy it in that order. We all give our spiel, and then we average it out at the end as best as we can. So there it is. All right. Well, I'm going to jump in here. I'm going to give this one a watch it. It's a fun movie. I probably haven't seen this movie in about 10 years, and I had forgotten some of the things in it, like that that bar scene with all the gremlins and different characters, I'm sure when I saw that um, as a younger Mike, it didn't have quite that fun impact on me that it has now. And watching it now, that kind of sums up how I feel about gremlins. Just that scene right there is so awesome. And it's just really fun to see all these animatronics and different characters. So this one is definitely a watch it for me, just for that scene alone. There's more stuff in here, but that scene I really like. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, you know, watching this movie as a kid was, like, fun, I think, is how I remember it. Not all that well, mind you. But (laughs) I feel like this time I caught a lot more of the humor that uh, may not have uh, been present there initially for me. (laughs) So... This was a lot of fun this time. I feel like I give the 80s a bit of a pass on things like characters and maybe music. Mm. Mm. (laughs) I didn't really pick up on it, I guess. (laughs) (laughs) But like Mike said, I mean, 
There's a lot in there. And the gremlin scenes are awesome. The bar scene with all the gremlins just being crazy characters for their own entertainment is incredible. And I would watch the movie just for that. Great Christmas flick. Great 80s flick. I give it a buy it. This is the first time I've seen it. Um, I've heard it talked about a lot on people's Christmas movie lists. And I've been meaning to watch it because I've been yearning to watch newer Christmas movies because... It's like my family tradition just to watch the same one over and over again. So maybe I'll bring it up this year. But, oh man, that music really drove me crazy in this movie. Like, the Gremlins are great, obviously. But, uh, their theme song just needs some work. Uh, I'm going to give it a watch it. Just, like, it could be great. But, oh man, that that music's too obnoxious for me. I don't know. I, I, I can't handle it. I was literally sitting in <laughs> my apartment just like, Ugh, clenching my teeth a little bit listening to that, so I'll just give it a watch it. I'll just give it a watch it. It's pretty good. I can see why it's like a cult classic. Yeah, Gremlins is great. It's it's fun movie to watch. The animatronics are great. Um, all the practical effects are awesome to see. Gizmo's adorable. Um, he's got some awesome scenes in here. It's funny movie. It's got some real creepy parts and good horror elements in there, too. And it all fits, which is nice. There's a lot of meta humor and meta jokes in the movie, too, which make it fun to rewatch because you miss out on a bunch of them the first time. Because there's just so much going on in this. You can watch it many times and find something new each time you do it. If you know someone who hasn't seen it, it's great to show it to them because they think they're getting one movie and then it turns into something completely different. It's great to see reactions when it does that. It's just really good, too. Don't watch A Christmas Story. Don't watch The Santa Claus. Don't watch Miracle on 34th Street. Do something different and watch Gremlins this year because it's great. It's a great anti-Christmas movie and it's just really fun. It's a definite buy it from me. I've loved it both times I've seen it, and I'll watch it <laughs> many more times after this, I'm sure. Hey, so what does that round out to? <laughs> ah, this is the conundrum of the show. It's in that weird gray area again. Somewhere between a watch it and a buy it, I guess. A buy, watch it. A botch it. <laughs> a botch it. Botch it, just like the gremlins. <laughs> they botch things <laughs> up. Gremlins run the reel certified as a botch. It. They messed up our rating. <laughs> Dirty gremlins. Well, for next week, we, we got a treat. Well, hopefully it's a treat for you. It won't be for us. Definitely not for us. I'm excited. I don't think I've ever watched this all the way. <laughs> you shouldn't be. <laughs> I know we talked about it for a bit, but we're going to watch the Star Wars Holiday Special. Our treat for you on Christmas Eve. Just what you wanted, the holiday special. Our present to the world, all of you. Man, I have seen probably about 20 minutes of this, and I fast-forwarded to the rest. Because <laughs> it's on YouTube. Like, you can just go out there and watch it. And I do not want to watch this. I'm just telling you right now, like, I'm not looking forward to it. <laughs> oh, man. It's goofy. We just thought we were done. With Star Wars. Another live action. We said we'd cover all the live action. And we meant it, sort of. Well, we got two more. 
It should be fun. So be sure to tune in to us next week. Yeah. And in the meantime, if any of you listeners want to reach out to us, have any requests or anything like that, you can hit us up at runtherealpodcast at gmail.com or you can find us on Facebook or on Twitter at runthereal. So hit us up. We want to hear from you. What do you think of Gremlins? Is it a holiday classic? We want to know. Yeah. Remember the three rules. One, give us a recommendation. Two, hit us up on social media. Three, tune in next week. (laughs) (laughs) This is good. Well, thanks for listening to us tonight, everybody. We really appreciate it. This is Run The Real, signing off. Mm -hmm.